the creator of all things. Yes, sir. Our Father, for here we are again. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Trying to hold up the bloodstained bell. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We come this morning, Father, to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We realize, Father, that you made all things possible. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes. And for that, we just say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We realize and understand, Father, that it was you who touched us this morning. And allowed us to see to another wonderful day that you have created. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And for that, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We come this morning, Father, to thank you most of all for your son, Jesus. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Who went out on Calvary's cross and gave his life. Yes, so that we will have the right to the tree of life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For truly, I said, there's no greater love. Yes, Lord. And I thank you. Jesus, I thank you. Yes, Lord. I thank you for the sacrifice that you made. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I thank you for rising out of the grave with all power. And all power. All power. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. For you have done what no other could do. Thank you, Lord. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, Heavenly Father, we have so much to be thankful for. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So much, Father. Thank you. For truly you have been good to us. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, we come this morning, as I said, to lift up your son, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But we also come, Father, to bless your name. Holy name. Your holy and righteous name. We come this morning, Father. Because we need you. We need you right now, Father. Father, we look around, we see so much evil and destruction going on within this world. We need you, Father. Right now, Lord. We ask now, Father, to look down upon this sanctuary, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. But there's somebody, Father, somebody, somebody, who's standing in need of your blessings this morning. There's somebody, Father, who need a touch from you this morning, Father. There's somebody, who, Father, who need a healing from you, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes. There's somebody who need a financial blessing, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes. We ask now, Father, that you just move throughout this sanctuary. Yes, yes In a mighty and powerful way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Move as only you can, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, Father, we come asking you to look down upon the pulpit. 
We pray, Lord, that you would give our pastor a word that might be able to help somebody on this Christian journey, Father. We ask now, Father, that you bless him, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Touch him, Father, from the sole of his feet to the crown of his head. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just got so much to be thankful for. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, I come asking you to look down upon my family. Thank you, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would touch them this morning, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. Let them know that we may endure for a night. But joy. But joy will come in the morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I pray, Lord, that you will watch over my wife and daughter. Give them traveling grace this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, I thank you this morning. I thank you for hearing my prayer. Yes, Lord. I thank you for hearing everyone's prayer. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We ask now, Father, that you look down upon Sister Brown this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Look down upon Brother Jackson this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And just touch and heal their bodies. Thank you, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would give Reverend Jenkins a traveling grace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord, we just got so much to do. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It is in the blessed name of our Son, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.
from that special thing for me. Daniel, you know that man, that's not who God already know what we need, right? I'm just putting them on notice that we expect them to do something. Fix it. You know what I'm talking about? Fix it, Jesus, like you said you would. And there's power and agreement. There's power and agreement. One will put a thousand in fire, two will put ten thousand in fire. That will be stirred up heaven when we come together. I don't have to know what the cold need. I don't even have to know what Mother Thomas need. All I need to know is that we got to and our spirit to a touch and agree.
said you would do. Go to that hospital bed, to that room, but since you need a round bridge right now, Father God, and have your way. You got all the medicine in the heaven of God that any pharmacist can dispatch, that any doctor can prescribe. Have your way. And while you got her attention, while she's sitting down and looking to you, Father God, draw closer to her. Be a friend and stick it closer than a brother. Ease the pain right now. Solve the problem right now. In the name of Jesus. Not for our sake, oh God. You're not asking these prayers for you to do it for our sake. We're asking, Father God, for your name's sake. You did not get us out of Egypt. You did not set us free from our addiction, from our bondage, so we can praise ourselves. You did so your name is good. Father God, do it unless the world says we serve a dead God. We, we, we can face tomorrow, Father God, because you live. And because you live, we can face tomorrow. We face
morning service. We are so glad to see each and every one of you in the sanctuary this morning. And to those of you streaming with us on Facebook, we are glad you are here. the Lord. We'd like to remind you of this week's mission meeting and fellowship, which will be held on Thursday evening, July 27th at 7 p.m. And we invite you to join in with us. I'm telling you, we have a mighty good time. Amen. Amen. The Zoom link and our phone line information is on the back of your program. And we're only on one hour. Hold to that one hour. But it's an exciting hour. It's very exciting. And we invite you to just drop in on us. Praise be the Lord. Uh, we'd like to remind each and every one of you, and I'm sure President Thomas will um, continue to remind you that our ministers and deacons union of Seaboard Baptist Association will be held on next Sunday at 3.30 p.m. at Mount Missionary Baptist Church. The address is in your program, which is in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We're asking all women to wear white and all men to wear black or dark suits. We're looking forward to each and every one of you who can and will to join us there. Again, we have a wonderful time in the Lord. Amen. Amen. We're happy to see this morning and our deacon cook is back off of vacation. He's joining us this morning. To God be the glory. Amen. Day is 
if you are too busy to pray, you are busier than God wants you to be. Amen. Back into the I'll be the glory for the great things he has done. Sister Ophelia, that's Sister Sharon Williams over there in the car. Yeah, I said, yeah, Sister Sharon. Praise the Lord. I thank God for you, Sister Williams. Every now and again, pastors have to call some people and like kind of threaten them in their right. Amen, Pastor. That's how you do it, Pastor. But I get real spiritual with them. And make them feel like God after them. <laughs> I thank God you'll be the sister. You'll be a blessed. Amen. Amen. Good to see all of you. Uh, Marcia's called your names. Oh, man. Mother Thomas. Mother Thomas, you know, I'm glad to see you back. I can come with the left. There ain't nobody else with me when I'm preaching. Mother Thomas going to be with me. Amen. Amen. Good to see everybody in this place today. I don't have to do no visits to the Everybody's at home today, right? Yeah. Amen. Amen. I thank God for each and every one of you in your perceptive places. You're all special. No little lies and big news and none of that stuff. Little lies. How would I go? Little, how would I go? Little lies. Yeah, none of that here in the news. Everybody, you're special. Yeah. I appreciate Brother Houston in the back. I'm more comfortable, Brother, Brother Houston sitting back in the back. If you think you're going to walk in and do anything about it, he's doing it. He looks nice, but he, he got permission to go into his karate stuff. <laughs> his mission is, so if you don't know why he always says way back, it's not even like y'all. Nobody gets up to this pool who past that. Y'all got me? And I'm glad I got a man in the church to do that, brother. brother, brother. <laughs> I'm still not a fight, but you know, I don't want to have to go back in the olden day. Right. Amen. amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Right. Come on, y'all. It's all right to laugh in church. Come on. Relax yourself. Take your shoes off. Amen. I'm so glad to see each and every one of you. Continue to pray for one another. And we know that God is going to take care of that. We're going to lay down those prayers. And God's going to do just what he said he would do. Amen. Amen. God loves New Jerusalem. He yeah. loves New Jerusalem. And he loves you because you're a part of us. Yeah. It's offering time. The Bible said, bring your tithes and Mr. Hall said, we meet in my house. said, prove me not, child. God, see when I open up the windows of heaven. And before you are the blessing that you cannot receive. Give us a part of worship. God said that, prove me, try me. He said, let's be obedient to me. Just do what I ask you to do. He didn't say that you got to be rich to do this. He said, Give that which back when I have blessed you with. I will take care of the rest. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And all other things will be added unto you. Amen? Amen. Have some faith in your God. Call those things as not as if they are. And God, I guarantee you, I, I'm not going to go into my testimony because y'all think, Pastor, I don't want God bless you. God knows how to make money show up in your bank account and you don't know where it came from. I ain't said gotta get a witness, God witness for myself. God of fixing y'all. But seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And all other things be added unto you. Now he didn't say because you decided to hang on all last night at the hotel, at the bar, spend all your money, now you tell him God he gotta do it. No. 
I'm talking about that. I'm talking about God's need to supply your need. And he said that according to his riches in glory. And God's glory is rich. The cattle on a thousand hills. In his house there are many mansions. If it wasn't so, he would have told you so. Trust God, he would do it all right. Let's bless this offering in the next. Well, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, bless your people and everybody give unto you. And I thank you for being a strong provider. I thank you for making a way out of nowhere. I thank you for being a God that you are. And then showing us that no one could have done it but you. We thank you for that. So bless your people out there about to give unto you. Enlarge your territory. Whatever they give back to you, return it back to them sevenfold. Press down, shake it together, and run it over. Come against the spirit of poverty and failure in the lives of your people. Let the spirit of success and prosperity breathe within the lives of your people. Turn the circumstance around. Allow this offer to you so the better than the of your kingdom, O oh God. And when given days are over, send us a place anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all who love the Lord say amen. 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 And amen. Church, go ahead and stand up. Come from the back. Go ahead and give us some music.
which was with me. Gotta preach all by itself. Can I just read it one more time? But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. And we know that God's word is already blessed. I want to put a tag on this text this morning. The power of God's grace. Let me take your seats in the presence of the Lord. The power of God's grace. The power of God's grace. Like many of you, I have been in church all of my life. I was raised up in church. I have done most of my sinning as a Christian in church. And so, I know something, Deacon Frodo, about grace. Yes, sir. Yes. By the grace of God, I am what I am. Yes. Now, there are some words that the church should never lose. Words like justification, propitiation, glory. Words like hallelujah. Words like amen, faith, and grace. Those words should not fall out of the church's vocabulary because we need to be justified by faith. We need the propitiation of the efficacy of Christ's death on the cross. We need to shout hallelujah. The church needs to say amen. The word amen only belongs in the church. We have started copying what the world is doing by turning the church into a theater of performing arts. And we'll become a church, and when I say we, I'm talking about church in general. I ain't talking about New Jerusalem, because we are New Jerusalem, Missionary Baptist Church, and you better believe we are true what we say we are. The church, we become a church that has, has gotten accustomed to this entertainment philosophy and this nightclub mentality. That we have dismissed words from the church's vernacular because we don't want to offend anybody. But the church should still say amen. Because what I'm trying to do right now, Deacon Furlow, is not making a speech in an auditorium. That's not what I'm doing. But I'm speaking the words of life from the very oracles of God. And the response is and should be amen. I know something about grace. Somebody who lost was lost and the Lord has saved you know something about grace. Somebody who has made a decision that you wish you hadn't made and going down the road you wish you hadn't traveled 
and the Lord turns you around and forgave you, you know something about grace. When God has been gracious towards you, you don't care who's looking at you. You don't care what anybody thinks about you. You don't care what they say after church is over. You don't care how they laugh at you when you shout. If God has been good to you, if God has opened a door for you, if God has made a way for you, and you know something about grace, you don't need no preacher to tell you to give God some grace. You don't need a choir to get you excited about God's goodness. When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, thank you, Lord. I know something about God's grace. But y'all know, pastor has to allow the Holy Spirit to teach this thing. All right? There are several things I want you want to mention about this matter of grace. Can you walk with me to the, to the verse? Yeah. Go ahead. We are saved by grace. We are saved by grace. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8 says, For by grace are we saved through faith, not of ourselves. But it is a gift of God. We are saved by grace. If your wife is a Christian, you are not God's son-in-law. If your parents are Christians, you are not God's grandchildren. We are saved individually by the grace of God. And the question today for you, brothers and sisters, is are you a child of God? The answer is either yes or no. Ain't no in between. If you are not saved by grace, then you are a creation of God, but you're not a child of God. Do I need to repeat that? I think I will. If you're not saved by grace, you are a creation of God, but you're not a child of God. Because God has only children, and children only get in God's family by grace. We are saved by grace. Not only are we saved by grace, but we are sure by grace. S-U-R-E. We are sure by grace. Not only am I saved, but I'm sure that I'm saved. I'm not guessing about it. I'm not equivocating over it. I'm not doubtful of it. I don't always act saved. I don't always look saved. I don't always sound saved, Nicole. But my salvation has nothing to do with how I look, how I sound, or how I act. My salvation is based on one fact. That Jesus died for my sins. I appropriated by faith. I believe that it happened. My name is written in the last book of life. And when this life is over, hallelujah, I'm going to heaven to live with God. Because I'm sure that I'm saved. Romans 5, chapter 5, verse 2 says, By whom also we have access. Walk with pastor. By faith into this grace wherein we stand. We have access. We can come into the Lord's presence by faith through grace. Access.
Christians whenever I feel like it. Because I know that I'm his child. I know that I belong to him. I'm not guessing about it. I'm not unsure about it. I'm not doubtful about it. I'm sure because by grace I have access. Oh, y'all get me. All right. Let me help us with this. I have one grandchild, my grandson, named after me. When he was younger, he is as you see him now. Not a problem. Kept to himself. Never getting into anything. If you left him in his room, you have to go back into that room to make sure he was okay. Because he never, never was noisy, always quiet. Warren has my heart straight. I have spanked my two daughters, but I never have laid a hand on Warren. All I had to do was raise my voice at Warren, and he complied. Are y'all with me? All right. He gets what he wants, does what he wants when it comes to me. Because I'm his grandpa. Uh -huh. He has access. Yeah. I'm going somewhere with this, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I thank God he's a good young man. Yeah. Because if you told me he did something wrong, I would not be trying to hear that. All right. I just love everything about him. Everything. When Tamika and her sister were younger, they were not allowed to eat in my car. Uh -huh. Nobody eats in grandpa's and your daddy's car. Tamika says one Sunday on the way home from church, Daddy, is Warren eating in your cup? I said, yes. She said, why? I responded, because he's my grandson, and I'm his grandpa. He has access. Warren looks back at his mother from the front seat of the car, because my husband, he always rides up front with grandpa and offers his mother a potato chip. <laughs> Why? Because I can do it, and you in here with me and Grandpa, I'll let you do it. All right. Can I help somebody here right now? Amen. Jesus Christ helps us gain access because we are standing on the outside as aliens, strangers, foreigners, and exiles. But Jesus said, come on in. This is my daddy's house. Yes, yes. All right. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here? Know that you can come boldly because you have access. Yes. I know that I'm a child of God. I don't act like it all the time. I don't sound like it all the time. I don't look like it all the time. It has got nothing to do with how I sound, how I look. My name is written in the land book of life. And the scripture says, these things are written that you may know that you have eternal life. Yes. The fascinating book, yes. I'm saved by grace. Yes. I'm sure by grace. Yes. And then, and then, I'm secure by grace. I'm secure by grace. Eternally secure. I can never lose my salvation. That should encourage somebody here this morning. Because I didn't do anything to gain it. That's what grace is. Grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. Grace is God's riches at our Christ's expense. I didn't do anything to gain my salvation. So since I didn't do anything to gain it, I can't do anything to lose it. Now listen, I can't lose my I can lose my reward. 
but I can't lose my salvation. Because yes. once I'm saved, I'm in God's hand. And to make sure I'm really secure, Jesus puts his hand while my hand is in God's hand. Jesus takes his hand and puts it on top of my hand. So that the devil in hell can't pluck me out of God's hand. This matter of eternal security has to do with the fact, brothers and sisters, that you can't listen to those people who don't know scripture telling you that you can lose your salvation. I've had people in this church upset with me and leave church because I told them you can't lose your salvation. That's unscriptural. That's what the Jehovah's Witness believe. That's what some false religious believe. They believe that Jesus was just a good man. That's what the Muslims believe. The Muslims believe that Jesus was just a good prophet. Know what you're getting into before you get into it. But he's not the son of God, please. Let me give you some theology here. That's what Arius and the Council of Nacia and Athanasius and all the bishops in Council of Lowe, Brother Hudson, in the 300 straight out. This matter of homosexia. The matter of homosexia is the doctrine that Jesus is the same essence as God. Jesus is not just a good man. Jesus is not God Jr. He's God eternally. He's God essentially. He's God in the flesh. That means, if you look at the word homosexia, that means that what you are speaking of comes from the same substance of what you're speaking of. That means that, don't ask me, I'm going to ask God that question when I get to heaven. I figured it out now, but I know he is what he is. And I don't know how he said to be God. Can it be Jesus, born of Mary, became Mary's baby boy, walked on the earth, 30 years, raised the sick, he, he healed me. I don't know how he did it, but guess what, brother husband? Paul said, some things we look now vaguely through a glass. We can't see all things. But Paul said, after a while, when we get with Jesus, he'll let me know. But right now, I'm satisfied that he's God. I'm satisfied that he's the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, free distinct individual. I'm satisfied. Why? Because I know too much about it. And you can't make me down there. Jesus said that he died. And, and Christ's death on the cross was enough to secure my salvation. Yeah. Right. I'm talking about secure by grace. Yeah. That I never have to worry about dying in sin. Right. Because I'm saved and secure in it. Right. I'm saved by grace. I'm sure by grace. I'm secure by grace. And then, watch me think up. And then I'm strengthened by grace. I'm strengthened by grace, Brother Thomas. You remember the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 12? Paul talked about a thorn in the flesh. Paul says, I was given a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. And Paul said, I went to the Lord a sufficient number of times. And I asked God to move it. But God said, my grace. My grace is sufficient. I wish I had a way here. So Paul says, most gladly 
therefore will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of God may rest upon me for when I am weak, then I'm strong. See, 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 Warren, that's that thing that happens when we fast. See, when we fast, what we're doing that, this, this, this is a quick note tip for you. When you fast, you're breaking down that flesh. Yeah. You're making the flesh become weak because you want the spirit man to raise up in you. Because unless something God said only come about by prayer and fasting, I got to know that, guess what? Sometimes I just can't get up and preach because I study. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I got to fast and I got to pray. Because some people come in here with some spirits and some yokes on them that need to be broken. Something got to be anointing of God that breaks the yoke in some people's lives. So that may take a move of God. So you got to put yourself and allow your flesh to be crucified before the Lord to get a move of God. Paul said, I'd rather glory in my friend that the power of God may rest upon me. For when I weep, then I'm strong. Yes. Somebody here who knows something about grace, you can help me testify that, that that there have been times when you were weak yes. and did some things you knew you had no business doing. Yes. But God's grace is sufficient. Yes, it, is. it always amazes me when I go to churches and I watch people worship. Some people act like they are so holy. Yeah. I can almost see the halo around their heads. When they worship. Yes. And if you took their jackets off, their wings might pop up. <laughs> they so holy. And how, ask them how they're doing. They will reply, I'm blessed. And how to fail. They always got, Andy, they always got their radio turned to the gospel music station. I like me some gospel music now. Well, let me help some of y'all. Some of us like us some Teddy Pendergrass. Turn out the light. Not a camera. What you laughing at this time? You don't know. Some of us like my girl Mary J. Blige. Some of us like some confunction straight from the heart. Some of us like Jennifer Lopez and Snoop Dogg. That don't mean I'm going to hell. Because I listen to that. But husband, you still with me? Yeah. No, it don't. I'm secure in my salvation because it's not what goes into the body that defiles the body. I wish I had a Bible reader. Because you can be all holy and religious, but God knows what's in your heart. No, no, no. It's not about all that religious talk. Because you can hang around church long enough to know how to sound like a church person. Giving honor to God, who's the head of my life. Y'all heard him say it, right? You can hang around church long enough to know how to pray. Like you hear them praying, Lord, here I am. Y'all heard him, come on, I say it with a knee bent and body bowed. Thank you, Lord, that the bed I lay in was not my cooling board. And my killers were not my winding sheets. Wow. You hang around church long enough, you learn how to sound just like that. But that has nothing to do with your salvation. Yeah. When the bottom falls out in my life, I need a savior, y'all with me, uh -huh. who can pick me up yeah. 
me. Away from what I go. I need grace. When you run up on somebody that you don't like, you need grace. When the sister comes to you to shake your hand, grace has to kick in. Grace has to kick in, sister, sister Jenny, and you say, Lord, you see this happening? <laughs> Help me not to knock her. Jesus. You need grace when you go to your job tomorrow. Morning. With those crazy people you got to work with. You need grace of God to keep you from going psycho on your job tomorrow. You need some grace to have all crazy children that God gave you. That you're trying to raise. Because if you got two children, one of them going to be crazy. If you got one, he'll be or she'll be half crazy. You get one child straight, the other child acting like a fool. You need some grace. You get your money straight, your health breaks down. You get your health straight, your marriage starts acting screwed up. You get your marriage straight, now you're going to come to church and the board meet all screwed up. Everywhere you go, there's trouble. You need some grace. I'm saved by grace. Yes. I'm sure by grace. Yes. I'm secure by grace. Yes. I'm strengthened by grace. But I got another one for you. I'm surprised by grace. I'm surprised by grace. There's some surprises waiting on us when we get to heaven. Since Jenkins, first of all, you're going to be surprised that some of the people you thought were going to be there are not going to be there. Then some of the people you thought were not going to be there are going to be there. You, grace is going to surprise you. What's the night done? And then you're going to be surprised if you make it in there. I need somebody here right now who's really honest about who you are. I need somebody who's really honest. I know you're in church. I know you got your makeup on. I know you're all dressed. I know it took you some time to get ready to come here. But let's tell each other the truth. We've been in church all our life. We've been saved most of our lives. And since we've been saved, we have done some stuff that we are ashamed to talk about. Why y'all get quiet on that? Don't get quiet now. This is an interactive message. Don't let me keep saying the same thing over and over. I mean, since I've been in church, since I've been preaching, I've done stuff that I'm embarrassed to talk about. But grace surprises me. It surprises me, Sister Amy, how God stands me up every Sunday and uses me knowing who I am. Let me put it to this state this way. What surprised me most about grace is God loves me with all the evidence. Yes, yes, yes. Can I preach it like God gave it to me? Go ahead. Go ahead. God loves me with all the evidence, and people will dislike me on speculation. That's They don't even know what they are talking about. They're just repeating some stuff they heard about me. I wish I had a witness in here. They're just going on what somebody said about me. 
And they have already formed an opinion and don't like me because of what they heard. And yet God got all the evidence. But God knows about me with all the evidence and he still loves me. Grace don't have anything to do with fairness. God just chooses whoever he chooses. God just saves whoever he saves. And none of us in here can determine who is beyond the reach of God. Don't you be judging nobody. None of us in here got holes in our hands and our feet. And nobody here know how to walk on water. Because anybody here who confesses Jesus Christ as Savior, no matter what you've done, your sin cannot outlast God's grace. Grace can pick you up from the foulest condition. Nobody beyond the reach of God's grace. That's surprising to me that God just loves whoever he chooses to love. God just blesses whoever he wants to bless. But the final point, and I'm through, I'm trying to get out your way. I'm saved by grace. I'm sure by grace. That same grace. I'm secure, secure by grace. I'm strengthened by grace. I'm surprised by grace. But my final part, being fellow, I'm satisfied by grace. Are y'all with me? That sound good, doesn't it? I'm satisfied by the grace of God. Brother says, I said to you a moment ago, I did a lot of sinning as a Christian. Ran in church. And every sin I ever committed, I enjoyed every bit of it. Why y'all look at me like that? Why y'all look at me like that? Y'all trying to act holy on me today. Why do I enjoy it? Because it doesn't make sense to sin if you're not going to enjoy it. See how quiet y'all getting on me then? Let me talk to some sinners here on the side of my voice. Every sin we ever committed, we had a good time because it doesn't make, doesn't make sense to sin if you weren't going to have a good time while you was doing it. We had fun in the club all night. No matter what it was, it sounded good, it felt good going down, it felt good while we were doing it. We had a good time and we prayed on the way to go do it and we prayed on the way back home. Lord, just help me get home, I ain't gonna do this now. Lord, if you just help me get back sober again. I'm satisfied in my salvation. I'm not going to let you dictate to me. Just like I enjoyed my sin, I'm enjoying my salvation. Are you already hearing me? Nobody dictate to me how I ought to praise God on Sunday morning. As long for me to turn off, New Jerusalem. When you come in here, this is not a spectator's sport. I don't care if the crowd singing a song you don't know. You sit there, you better be saying thank you, Jesus. Because you could have been six feet under and not six feet above ground. And yes, hell broke loose on you last week. 
Everything went wrong. Everything went broke in the house. You ain't got no money. But guess what? Someone got it worse off than you yeah. still right now. Yeah. Yeah. You, are, you don't have it back. Matter of fact, we should make our assignment every now and again, because I know some of y'all don't want to, but walk through the corridors of some hospital. Yeah. It'll change your perspective. You'll come in and say, thank you, Jesus. I will not let no one dictate to me how I'm going to worship and praise my God. Especially on Sunday morning. If I'm making too much noise, you might need to go sit somewhere else. I'm carrying on too much, you might not need to go sit somewhere else. Because yeah. I came here on purpose this morning yeah. to give God my best hallelujah. Yeah. To God my best thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. To wave my hands as wide as I can. Yeah. To open my mouth as loudly as I can. Oh, yeah. I woke up this morning, people yeah. throw no. Yeah. With my mind staying on oh, Jesus. Ah, oh, y'all didn't get me. Yes. You be riding around sometimes. Some of y'all driving around the car, and if you're talking on your cell phone, you might come into a dead spot, and your communication is lost. The call dropped. Your cell phone call is lost because you're in a dead spot. You might be sitting in a dead spot right in here this morning. All right. There might be some dead spots in this congregation. Your house, with some of y'all still at the house telling God that it's the pandemic, y'all at home, y'all might be in a dead spot in your house. Whatever your reason for not coming to the sanctuary, God is tired of hearing that too. The Holy Ghost is trying to get a message to you in the sanctuary, at your house, and you're sitting in a dead spot. But you got my permission right now yeah. to get up from wherever you are in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jesus told the dead man, like Jesus told him that couldn't walk, rise, take up your bed, and walk. Yeah. Can I get a witness up in here? Yeah. And wherever you go, station yourself around somebody who looked like they satisfied to be in their salvation. Yes. You don't need to be around nobody talking foolishness because I'm not your garbage can. Put it this way. Next time you meet me, if you don't got nothing good to say, keep it to yourself. Yes. Not that I don't like you, but I'm not your spiritual garbage can. Yes. Don't you get tired of people ain't nothing ever going right there now. Learn to give yourself, get yourself around people that you can feed off and they don't have to feed off you. Yeah. Look like finding somebody who want to lift your hands. Some of you who look like they can to give God some praise. Because if God been good to you, you don't care what nobody is about, says about you, or look at you. You don't care what they think. They don't know how many tears you had to share before you came here. Yeah. They don't know what I went through to get up this morning. They don't know how many burdens I've had to bear. You don't know how many mountains we have had to climb. God's been good to us. 
I don't mind testifying that if he doesn't do anything else, come back to me. He has already done more than enough. Is there anybody here that knows God's been good to you, Mother Kelly? And the Lord opened the door for you. Help me praise his name. And the Lord made a way for you. Help me magnify his name. And the Lord worked out a miracle since the aim for you. Why don't you won't you can grab somebody's hand? Not just anybody. Not just don't just grab anybody's hand. Look and see when they want to pray and love and tell God, thank you for all you've done for me. Thank you, God, for the door that's open. Thank you for the ways that you made. Thank you for dying for my sin. Excuse me. I'm sorry I kept you long enough. But it's really that good now. But I got to close this thing. I got to end this sermonic presentation. I told God last night, thank you, God, for dying for my sin. Thank you, God. For staying on the cross. Thank you, God, for laying in the grave. Thank you, God, for getting up. Did he get up?